Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to Mile High Report Radio Horse Tracks. And now, here's what's happening in Broncos country. Well, Nathan Hackett did say that somebody has to win this game, and we saw what better way to, to you know, put that quote to, to proof than to have an overtime game. Yeah, someone has to win this game, and um, once again, that was not the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos are now 0-6 all-time against the Las Vegas Raiders. Nathaniel Hackett has never been the Raiders. The Broncos have lost six straight games against the Raiders, three straight at home, and Nathaniel Hackett is to blame for 66% of Josh McDaniel's successes with the Las Vegas Raiders. So if all of those don't sting, I don't know what will. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of Horse Tracks. It is Monday, November 21st. It's Thanksgiving weekend. So we're going to do our best to be thankful for this. Um, even though, uh, you know, great, great quote that here. You don't have to be thankful for everything, but thankful in everything. So let's just be thankful that we have football to watch. All right. Uh, it might not seem like that, but be thankful that we have other games besides Denver Broncos that we can go ahead and tune into. Um, even though we don't like either of these teams, the Chargers and Chiefs, they sure as heck had a fantastic game on Sunday Night Football. So that let me forget about this game. But now we have to talk about it. Um, but of course, if you're new here to the Mile High Report Podcasting Network, go ahead, drop a follow anywhere you're tuning in from. We're on the wide plethora of uh, platforms and outlets. Um, if you're listening to this podcast Monday morning, um, you are still uh, able to make it over to twitch.tv forward slash MHR underscore live where you will you can catch yours truly 
over on Twitch, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time every single Monday, um, where I go live, talk about um, this week, and be talking a, in, more in depth about the Broncos Raiders game. Hopefully, I'll have some news on Nathaniel Hackett to talk about. But what I have for you guys today is a bit of a game recap, some post-game quotes, and the latest news on the Denver Broncos. Um, so with that being said, let's go ahead and break on into things. So this was just another game, of course, where the Broncos managed to blow another 10-0 lead. This is the third time this year that that has happened, second week in a row. The three teams being against the Raiders this week, Titans last week, and the Chargers a couple weeks ago, where they also lost that game in overtime. They're now 0-3 in overtime games, of course, losing to the Chargers and the Colts, and now the Raiders. You know, so... Not great. Not great by any stretch of the imagination. I was just sad that this game went into overtime. Um, this re- this game probably shouldn't even made it there. Um, what <sighs> Clock management. Definitely talk about clock management there in the uh, live stream um, tomorrow or I guess today um, at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on Monday the 21st, of course, like I said. Um, so... I'm going to be going that a little bit more in depth, breaking down um, Clint Kubiak and all that fun stuff. So you're going to have to go ahead and tune in for that one. Um, but the it, it's just so frustrating. Bad play calling. That That's what I'll leave it at right now. Um, but one good thing as well is that Russell Wilson might have just proved that he is not the problem on this team. It is for sure, the coaching. This is another thing I'm going to be getting to more on the live stream. Of course, if you miss the live stream, no big deal. Um, this You can watch the uh, replay of that one over at Twitch, same link. Or you can just um, find the podcast of that one Monday afternoon. The audio version of that show will be live um, on any platform you listen to or just the platform you're listening to right now. Um, Russell Wilson was able to move the ball well, even with a bad offensive line. Remember, pretty much every player is a backup. There's only been one player that has played in all 10 games this year, and that has been Dalton Risner. So, you know, they only have one constant, and so that's not going to bode well when you are the quarterback of this team. Um, And play calling did seem to be improved overall. Of course, Clint Kubiak took over. Um, this game um, took over for the Broncos. Um, we'll listen a little bit more about what Nate Hackett has to say um, about that one and talk about that one a little bit more tomorrow. He had some post-game quotes, uh, or uh, later in the live stream, excuse me. Um, he had some post-game quotes that were kind of interesting. I'm going to see if even more drops as well. Of course, we record this Monday show, um, recording this Sunday night after the game. Um, so I, I'm waiting for a little bit more news to come out um, on that one. Um, but, you know, one good thing for the Broncos is that they actually scored a touchdown on the opening drive for the first time this season. Um, and so that was a positive thing to see. The only problem is that was, once again, just their only touchdown of the game. Once again, the Broncos only score one touchdown and they score another 16 points. I swear there's no better combination than Broncos in scoring 16 points in the game. Um, But I guess with Hackett finally giving over play calling, he's taken a little bit of responsibility or accountability uh, finally 
apparently, or whatever words he likes to use in his press conferences. Like, you remember what he was saying, you know, we'll reevaluate everything every week with everyone, and we'll see if I'm the problem, essentially. Gosh, I hate his coach talk, his press conference talk. It's it's so annoying, dude. I, uh, hopefully we don't have to deal with it for too much longer. This really should be the nail in its coffin, if we are lucky. Uh, now I'm going to be talking about a couple more players in the live stream. That's Draymond Jones and Melvin Gordon. Uh, Melvin Gordon, of course, had another fumble this game. Uh, this was on the goal line, and this um, was uh, probably this ended up costing the Broncos a touchdown, destroyed the mo- their momentum in that uh, at the end of the first half, and kind of ultimately led to their downfall in this game. Um, even with the Broncos being able to recover it, it was bad. So, so this is just what Melvin Gordon had to say. Um, he said, quote, I don't think that's the reason we lost the game because we, we recovered it, but definitely didn't help. When I do stuff like that, I put myself on a short leash. I get taken out of the game, but I can't be mad at anyone but myself, end quote. Yeah, no, this is a big reason why the Broncos lost the game. If they end the scoring touchdown right here, that's a totally different momentum going into the second half of football. And also the score, I mean, this is just four, um, especially with that field goal being blocked as well. The Bron- He cost the Broncos seven points right here. That That's really all I can say about that one. He cost the Broncos seven points, and this ultimately cost the Broncos the game. This is maybe not the reason, but it's definitely a huge reason. When he says it definitely didn't help, it really. All right, all right. Um, and, but also his reasoning is that it's not the reason why they lost the games because they recovered the fumble. I, I don't think that's sound logic, Melvin. Not sure about that one. Maybe should have taken some time to talk with your agent a little bit more after this game to be able to kind of uh, go over what you're going to say because you're not going to be on the Broncos next year. Heck, you shouldn't even be on the Broncos right now. And this is really hurting your employment chances when you ultimately become a free agent. It's just bad. And even when he says, I do when I do stuff like that, I put myself on short leash. Apparently freaking not. Apparently not because you've been able to start every game that Javante Williams has been injured for. Even with all these fumbling issues, you're still getting plenty of playing time. You're still getting plenty of reps. It's freaking insane. And you can't do this stuff and get mad at the fans for booing you or, or being negative towards you. You can't get mad at them. You're bringing this on yourself. You're smiling after the play, after fumbling and stuff like that. It's freaking ridiculous that Melvin Gordon is still... Running the football for Denver Broncos. We'll go into some more reasons on the live stream of why he's he's still in the game, though, essentially. Um, and then another quote that uh, I wanted to highlight after the game was from Draymond Jones. Uh, and he had another interesting quote here. This one a little bit more positive. He said, quote, is probably one of the, uh, one of the best locker rooms I've been in and with one of the greatest coaches I've been a part of or I've been part of. And with them being so young, it just sucks because part of it feels like all of our hard work is for nothing a little bit. Yeah, he's 100% right about that that last part. All your hard work, all the defense's hard work is for nothing because this Broncos offense can't do a dang thing. Um, and, and I'm glad that it's one of the best locker rooms. And when the Grays coach is definitely talk, not talking about Hackett, definitely talking about Evero there. 
because yes, he's been a fantastic um, defensive coordinator, and I, I agree with that one. Definitely not anything else, though. Um, so I'm just glad that the Broncos are able to franchise tag him because I don't think he <laughs> he wants to resign it all that much at this point. But just last couple things here, uh, just a little bit injury recap from the game. Um, the last thing we heard about um, a couple of the players we, with uh, defensive lineman Jonathan Harris and running back Chase Edmonds is that Harris has a knee injury, Edmonds has an ankle injury. Of course, they were injured during the game, and they were downgraded to out during the game, um, waiting on some results, hopefully some test results on Monday, um, just to see where they lie injury-wise in potential future length. Um, it's It's just insane how injured this Broncos team is and we really can't be all too surprised about that one just the way everything's going um then also DJ Jones suffered a hand injury during the game um and we're just gonna have to go ahead and um bookmark that one to see how long he is going to be out for if he is um, or just to see the severity of that one ultimately uh, hopefully we have a little bit more insight and uh, um, news breaking uh, tomorrow or to later today um, just to see you know uh, when that happens of course if news breaks during the live stream um, I'll be one of the first ones to be able to talk about that one that'll be a great spot for you to get the latest and greatest Denver Broncos news. But with that being said, that's pretty much going to wrap it for us on this edition of Horse Tracks. Uh, once again, we're, I'm struggling to be positive because there's not a whole lot of good coming out of this team. Um, and, you know, it's funny. Um, we're all rooting as Broncos fans. We're rooting for the Niners to lose so the Broncos to get a better first uh, round pick. But then on the other hand, we have the Niners rooting that the Broncos win so the Seahawks get a worst first round pick. But no matter what, um, we're on the same boat. Nothing is going our way right now. And I think it's just a miracle that the Broncos are even considered favorites against the Panthers for their game next week. Um, but go ahead and, uh, like I say, if you haven't already, drop a follow. You can find us at milehighreport.com. Tons of awesome articles daily. Um, so you can go ahead and catch your fill there. Um, we drop podcasts daily as well. Awesome stuff constantly as well. So you stay up to date with everything. You can also find us in social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at milehighreport. You can find yours truly running the Instagram. So go ahead and uh, catch me over there uh but with that being said i've been ross hope you guys have a fantastic monday uh hope to see you at the live stream over on twitch.tv forward slash mhr underscore live and i hope you guys get a great start to your thanksgiving week this game i mean it's uh it's been a lot of one point scores between uh or not one point but one score games between uh, both of the clubs you know it's it's it speaks to you know they're a really good football team. I know everybody looks at records, but in the NFL, I believe that everybody's really, really good, and uh, somebody's going to have to make that final play uh, to be able to make it that you know who comes out on top. Like you said, two teams with a 